Hi, it's Madi Soul, your rebel guide to living a life of freedom abroad, bringing you an episode of Roaming the Now, where entrepreneurs, coaches, and mentors come together to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the real and raw experience of setting out to a new country and building a life and business abroad. If you're curious about your unique personality while living abroad, take the Living Abroad Persona Quiz at quiz.connectwithmarisol.com to discover your unique living abroad persona type. Make sure to like and subscribe to Roaming the Now. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to another episode of Roaming the Now. This is your host, Madi Soul, and today I have Greg Storch with us. Really excited to dive into your story. You are joining us from Italy, correct? I am. We're in Northern Italy. Awesome. Okay, so before we dive into our really juicy topic today of... How do I, you let go of your fear of moving abroad. I want to give Greg some time to just introduce himself and share a little bit of background around you and your story. Well, I'm of course, originally from the United States and we find ourselves living in Northern Italy here times five years now. So in 2018, my wife and I made the move to, to Northern Italy. I'm a retired Naval officer and um, for the past, oh, 14 years since I've retired, I've dabbled into a bunch of stuff but about the same time we made the move overseas i certified as a certified professional coach and um, pursued my acc with the icf and have been coaching um from here literally um and then of course the creation of the helping hand followed that as well so um yeah, that's really, I'm originally from Daytona Beach. I'm married, two adult children, and it's just me, my wife, and two cats living abroad in Italy. <laughs> okay, well, how fun. Love that. Okay, so let's let's just dive right in right now, right? I, you know, thank you for sharing about you and your background, and as I feel, it's very relatable, right? Um, and, you know, it's also like the opposite side of the story, right? Like, you moved two adult children, two cats. <laughs> but it's yeah. just you and your wife abroad now. So let's really just like dive into this, you know, fear. How do you get over the fear of, of moving abroad and moving to a new country? I'd love for you to share your experience with us. Yeah. You know, when we made the decision to return to Europe, because when I was active duty Navy, my last duty station, my last assignment was actually in Italy, down in Naples in the Southern part of the um, country. So we had lived here before for a couple years, but as active duty military. So it was a completely different experience. We moved back to the States in 2009 um, and, um, you know, went back to work normal, you know, living in Virginia and, and the whole nine yards. So my wife and I always were compelled to return back to Europe. We love it here. We love to travel. That's our big thing. And so we... I'd always talked about how do we get back to um, Europe to work? And so we were thinking, well, let's try Germany next time because we've already done Italy. Well, about 10 years into retirement, my wife actually had a job offer to come back over here and work with a, a nonprofit. So that was our ticket. And even though it was Italy, we were like, look, this is the way we get back to Europe. Let's go do this. So 
here's the thing. This is where the fear comes in, right? Because you're faced with this major life decision. And this is, it, it's not just moving overseas. It's any major life decision that you make to move, to leave a job, to, to go back to school, whatever it is, there's always this element of fear. And um, learning how to manage that is the key to, in my particular instance, and I can't speak for everybody, but it it opens a door to a new level of freedom, to be honest with you, because I feel like we all have this default mentality to be, to to tell ourselves when we're faced with these opportunities to dismiss it and be like, oh, I could never, you know, it's so it's relatively easy to come live somewhere else outside of the United States, but the thought of it and the fear that's wrapped behind it preclude us from following up on that. And so that's the thing. How did I get from the United States to Italy and get over the fear of making that huge decision? Yeah, it's interesting to hear you say that because I was seeing something earlier today. I was, it's like a, it's like a real audio on Instagram, but it was like talking about how, how can you learn how to approach life with curiosity instead of fear, right? Because I feel like this is a really, you know, highlighting what you were just sharing, like fear doesn't really go away, but how can we get curious around the fear, right? How can we get curious around what's actually showing up for us that we're afraid about? Because as you said, it's quite easy, like through the like practical steps, you know, of like, okay, like, you know, you need a visa or, you know, you need to have somewhere to live, you know, like all the practical steps. But when it comes to this element of like fear and the emotion, that can be where we're like, we get stuck, right? Because it doesn't have a, an easy practical fix. But if we can learn how to switch into approaching fear from this place of like, well, well I'm curiously, why am I feeling fear? Or curiously, why am I feeling this? It really, I feel like is that game changing moment where you can really kind of oh, this is what I'm afraid of. This is like the thing, you know? Yeah, I love that. I love that. You're you're so right. And so for me, the mentality was instead of approaching things with a, I could never, it's now the mindset of what if I did? And that's the key for me personally. The key was making the shift in my perspective. Instead of looking at it and telling myself I couldn't do something, I began to look at it as how can I? What if I did do this? What would this look like? And so it began to unfold. Um, it, what it looked like personally for me was selling a home down in South Carolina while we were living in Northern Virginia selling all of our furniture that we had attachments to and, you know, selling our vehicles and shipping boxes of clothes to our new location and meeting them here with just a couple of suitcases and cats and um, almost starting life over again in this new location that we've never lived in. So once you frame it and you know what you're facing, then you can acknowledge uh, you know, what's, what's scary about it. And here's the thing, fear isn't, it, it wasn't, I'm afraid of the move. What it really is, is I'm afraid of what will happen when I move. That's where the fear comes from. It's not the action. It's the results of your action that drive your fear. 
So it is a pretty interesting perspective. And so it wasn't really, I'm not afraid to get on a plane and fly overseas and live in a, a foreign country. It was what's going to happen when I get there. There is no um, 24 hour super Walmart <laughs> down the street. You know, there's no um, 24 hour 7-Eleven. I can go get a Slurpee anytime I want or whatever. So those are the things that were driving the the unknowns and the what ifs, which creates a fear, which can potentially hold us back from living the life we want to live, really. Yeah. You know, as you're speaking to that, it really is that you're not necessarily afraid of like the decision. You're mostly afraid of the fact that you're walking into the unknown, right? Like you don't know what's going to happen, but the thing is, is that the only way to know what's going, to, <laughs> the only way to know what's going to happen is by taking the risk into the unknown. So I actually would really love to hear from you. What were some things that were looming in the unknown that you were like nervous about or had some like fear about that actually didn't end up even happening once you moved? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Well, the interesting thing was, you know, in the military, my wife followed me around and supported my military career for 20, almost 24 years. And so when she got the job, I became the person following, supporting her and following her around. And so there was one dynamic that was big. So I came over here with no job. And what was really interesting is I had just started my own business and I had just landed my first contract. And, and I was only six months into a one-year contract when we got the news that she had been hired. So I had to totally wrap everything up and and move. So I told the person that I was working for, I was like, hey, I'm going to be um, ending our engagement about six months early. <laughs> so, um, but to answer your question, some of the things that I, the unknowns that ended up not being true, um, I think one of the biggest things is the language barrier, right? I, you know, I kept feeding my, my tape recorder was playing this tape like, you're older. It's harder for you to learn new stuff, a, a whole new language. You'll never learn Italian, <laughs> you know? And so I got here and guess what? I'm now I'm not fluent by any means, but I can get by and I can speak the local language enough to at least show the locals that I'm trying to assimilate to their culture and their way of life and and become a part of their culture and society. So that was one of the big ones was the language thing. Um, the isolation from family being back in the United States, you think, oh, yeah, one of the biggest questions we got asked was, you know, we have grandchildren. So they're like, how could you leave your grandchildren and your children? And I'm I like, Hmm, man, that makes me look like a really bad grandfather <laughs> to to be able to just like leave the country. But here, here's the fact of the matter is we lived in Virginia and our grandchildren and our children live in Spokane, Washington, all the way across the country. So no matter where we live, we have to get on a plane to see them. So we're flying either way. So whether we're flying <laughs> from Italy for 12 hours or from Virginia for six hours, we're still flying. So we don't live next door or down the street from our children and grandchildren to begin with. So there was really no change for us there. 
Um, so it's all this mindset of how we look at things, you know, these reactions we have because of the way we were brought up and our belief system, the BS, <laughs> the belief system <laughs> of, you know, I could never do that. And how could you um, simply were just not things I subscribe to. Yeah. I feel like that's really insightful to bring up because it's actually happened, like in, came up in conversation with someone who like basically told their parents they didn't want them to move around anymore. They were like, no, I don't want you to move around anymore. But here's the thing at the end of the day, like we're all living our lives, right? And we all have a choice to make. And ideally we're making the choice that, you know, supports us in what we actually really want to be doing. Right. And it sounds like, you know, for you and your wife, like her career and like, this was, this was her moment. And this was your way back to Europe. That's what you two wanted to do. So you followed it. However, there are still those like outside opinions or people that kind of start to play with your mind, right? Of, well, why aren't you doing it this way? Or why are like, shouldn't you be this? And I feel like it's when we, you know, it's a practice, right? To be really affirmed in our decisions and our mindset that even when we get those comments, we're like, yes, I understand your point of view, but this is what works best for me. And at the end of the day, like, they live far away anyway, <laughs> you know, we're going to have to coordinate travel. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you said a really important word that's involved with all of this. And that was risk. Like I, you know, there's a saying fortune favors the bold. And to me, that means people who are willing to take risks, but not just risk, like jumping off a, a high cliff into water without knowing what's underneath it. it that's, an uncalculated risk. But when you're taking calculated risks, when you know what's at stake and you're willing to accept it, it everything's risky because it may, what if my wife got over here and hated her job? Th that was a risk. What if we hated living in Northern Italy because we loved living in Southern Italy? That, that was a risk. Um, so all of those things, you've got to calculate. Look, my wife and myself, our situations completely different from everybody else. Everybody has their own unique situation. And what worked for me may or may not work for other people. I'm simply encouraging people who may be dreaming of one day living abroad and doing something outside of the United States don't dismiss the dream, embrace it and explore it. And, and like you said, be curious about it and, um, you know, take calculated risk. And if you're willing to do the things necessary, like we were selling those cars and selling every possession we had and renting our home, our home in Virginia is still there. We, we rent it out. <laughs> so we still have the home back there, but Actually, we have nothing else there. So we we sold it all. And then we came over here. And, you know, we had to get ourselves over here. The job didn't move us here. So all of those were these little risks that we were willing to accept. We knew what they were. And we were willing to just do it. And, you know, who knew? We, we didn't know if it'd work out or not. So I think embracing that dare to be bold kind of mentality is really what you should embrace yeah it's like the the idea like dare to be bold dare to be different take the calculated risk know what you're getting yourself into and i feel like something that often doesn't get really talked about a lot is that just before making a big life transition can you zoom out and look at the big picture it is totally normal to be aware of you know these are 
I guess we could call it like, these are the pros, these are the cons, and these are possibilities. These are like slim likelihood, you know, really just give yourself the opportunity to look in the big picture and make the decision. Is that something that I do want to discover and work my way through? Right. Because like for me, I, I moved here originally and I didn't know how I was going to get my visa. It all worked out now. I'm a citizen and everything, but that was something that I chose to embrace as part of the risk, right? At first I was mm -hmm. going to arrive here and have to honor the visa that I was given when I entered, but that was something that I decided I'm going to work with this. However, some people may not really want to do that. And I feel like it's important to always highlight, like honor your level of tolerance of risk, just making sure that you feel really like the, the word that comes to mind is like level-headed and like you feel safe holding yourself through that process because, you know, it, you can make a drastic change in your life, but you don't always have to move across the pond. That's actually something that, <laughs> that I've been yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I've been kind of like simmering on. It's like, yeah, I made a drastic change and I made a drastic move and I did that, but that was because that's my level of risk. That's my level of tolerance. But here's not to say that you can maybe move, I don't know, an hour away from, you know, where you're living now and you could create the most amazing, joyful life that you're wanting to live, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it all worked out. I'm over here now um, working with transitioning army veterans who are leaving the service. Um, and it's great. I'm coaching them every day on just, you mentioned it, transition. And all of these are major transitions and obviously shouldn't be taken lightly. Um, but you also don't need to be afraid of them or scared of them. Um, there's, you know, even when there's clouds over our heads and it seems like a terrible day, if you were to take a plane ride above there and go through the clouds, there's a whole world of sunshine right above that layer of clouds. So, um, it's all about perspective really. Yeah, it really is. And that's like a whole other conversation. <laughs> the perspective yeah, exactly. that comes yeah. from moving around. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Oh, so good. Well, thank you so much for coming and, and sharing parts of your journey and your story. You know, you are a transition coach and you went through a like later life transition, but I think it just goes to show that no matter where you are, how old you are, who you are, where you're from, it's always an opportunity to change, to transition if you're open to it. So with that being said, um, if anyone wants to get in contact with you, what is the best way? Yeah, the best way is visit our website. Um, it is helping hand for the number four coaches.com. There's a chat button there and it comes right to my phone. So you can reach out to me right through the website. It'd be great to hear from you. If you have any questions about um, maybe you're thinking about moving overseas and have more detailed questions, um, please reach out to me. I'd love to answer your questions for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure to put that website link in the description. So anyone who wants to reach out to you will be able to. So on that note, thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, Amadi Soul, signing off of another episode of Roaming the Now. And until next time, I hope wherever you are in the world, you are having a ton of fun. <laughs> Thanks for catching this episode of Roaming the Now. If you have not already, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you want to discover your unique personality while living abroad, visit quiz.connectwithmarisol.com. And as always, wherever you are in the world, I hope you are enjoying Roaming the Now.